0: Today's special guest on Home Care Heroes grew his agency so fast that it was awarded as one of the fastest growing companies in America. His secret was to be different. He has some great ideas that you should listen to. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Home Care Heroes podcast, featuring trending topics and practical wisdom for success in home care. Here's your host, Ken
0: Accardi. Welcome to Home Care Heroes. I have a very special guest today. His name is Cameron Nasser. What we're going to talk to Cameron about, if it's okay with you, Mr. Nasser, is we're going to ask you about some of the interesting things about how you ran and grew your very successful agency. Is that an okay topic to go with?
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Ken. It's great to meet you, and and I'm honored to be here to, to discuss that with you.
0: Fantastic. Okay. Well, the first thing that I found very interesting about your story with Care is that it's more important to be different and differentiated than it is even to be the best. Not to say that maybe you weren't the best, but you really focused on being different than the other home care agencies in your area. Can you tell us about you know, that concept and how that manifested itself in your agency?
1: Absolutely. So when I started my agency, it was in 2013, and I was completely new to the industry. I didn't know anything about home care. My background was in graphic design, printing, and I was also doing some real estate investing. That was right coming after the big recession. I had lost a lot of money in real estate. And I was actually looking to get in in a new industry. So home care came on my radar screen. And I I really liked it. The more I looked into it, the more I liked it. I I, I think there's a great opportunity here to start something in the home care industry. So I did start an agency. And then when I started that agency, after a few months... I realized that, oh my God, there's like another 200 home care agencies in our area. So I'm like, wow, that's, that's really competitive. And that's true in every industry, pretty much. Whatever you do, it's extremely competitive. It's not home care is not probably unique. What I always do, and kind of like, that's kind of like my personality, is you got to kind of like market and be a little bit different than other people. Otherwise, it's hard to gain traction and attract people to whatever you're doing. So I decided to to do that. And one of the first things that was different about my agency was its name. The name was different. I decided to name it a little differently because there was like out of the 200 agencies in the area, half of them had home, the other half had hand, the other is like carrying hands, home, really confusing. Like most of them that did not differentiate themselves. So I called it Nueva. Some people thought that was strange and it was like, what is Nueva? And so the important thing is that it created a conversation. So whenever somebody asks me, what is Nueva care? I'm like, but Nueva means new. Of course, care is care. So it starts a conversation. Being different in a positive way creates conversations. So that's one of the first things that I think is good about being different. It creates a conversation. Another thing that was really unintentional about the name of the company was we started attracting. Hispanic caregivers in the area, which was fantastic. And we actually came up with a program to attract even more Hispanic caregivers. They uh, they were very good for our agency. We have a pretty large Hispanic population, of course, in California and in the Bay Area. So not only we had Hispanic caregivers, we had families who wanted to have a Spanish-speaking caregiver. So it was really interesting uh, of what happened unintentionally as a consequence of just naming the company a little differently. So, yeah. So being different, it really helps. It helps create conversations. It helps attract new customers because they are attracted to you because you are just kind of presenting yourself as being different. And then we came up with different programs. We came up with this art program that was, again, Completely new, completely different. And with that, we were able to find a whole bunch of new customers that were really attracted to the whole idea of art therapy and Alzheimer's and dementia because that program showed that there's really positive effects when you provide that kind of therapy to people who are suffering from dementia and Alzheimer's.
0: That's fantastic. Just so I understand that offering better. So as part of your branding, you said we have an art therapy program and somebody whose loved one was experiencing memory loss. The art therapy would actually help them to be more conversational. I mean, tell me more about it.
1: Yeah. So this art program was in existence. This whole process started with, with somebody about 20 years ago. This is called Nemo Therapy. It is a program that was designed to help young individuals with autism about 20 years ago. And then over the years, it was changed to actually help people, older individuals who were suffering from dementia and Alzheimer's. And it's a very specific program. It works with therapists who are being trained in that specific process to help people with dementia and Alzheimer's to use the left functionality of the brain and the right functionality of the brain to generate memories from their past to be able to create some artwork with the direction and with the guidance of the therapist. So what happened during those sessions, art was created from memories of these individuals that would go back maybe 20 years, maybe 30 years from the time that they were probably on the beach. And these pieces were actually amazing. They were so interesting that their families loved just looking at the pieces when it was created. But but, you know, a, a mom who hasn't, been able to do much for the past five years. And all of a sudden, there's this beautiful artwork that she created from her memory going back 10 years. So it was very interesting. And it really put us again on a different, differentiating platform that, hey, you have this amazing program. And we were able to get clients because of that 24 7, you know, eight hours a day. So a whole bunch of clients came to us because of that program. And again, it created conversation. It created a conversation when we were doing a presentation for a new client. It's like, oh, we have this program. They're like, well, that's fantastic. This is great. It's so different. How do you do it? What is the process? Some never use it, but it was really a way for us to say, hey, this is what we do. We are more of an innovative home care company than just being the same.
0: I love that. Okay, well, thanks for, for taking us through that one. There were so many things in the book that caught my attention. So I'm gonna shift to another one of them right now. And that was that you talked about. You started your agency and you put yourself in some consortiums with other agency leaders. So you would actually meet with other home care leaders in your area You know who some would think they're your competitors. Certainly they are, but they're your enemies and things like that. And then you talked in the book about how they're not your enemies at all and how you collaborated if you couldn't fill a case that you would work with your competitors. So tell us about that.
1: Yes, home care business is a little different than many other businesses. And that's what I realized when I when I started this agency. I realized that my caregivers, which is really the main service and the product that we offer, because as a, as a home care agency, you don't have anything else. It's really your caregivers. Your caregivers are your product. They are your service. What I realized is that my caregivers actually work for all my competitors. So they're not exclusive to me. So... I would say 80% of our caregivers worked for agency A, agency B, agency C, agency, you know, D. And I'm like, okay, well, that is really interesting because what I thought was my main product or service, we are actually sharing that with all these other agencies. Mm -hmm. So they're not really competitors to us. It's more of a cooperation. In many cases, when I had a patient that I couldn't really fill the case. I reached out to some of our agencies in the area. I met them through, as you mentioned, through groups that uh, we met, you know, on a a monthly basis or some on a weekly basis. And uh, meeting them was great. There was so much cooperation. And when I gave them a potential patient and they were able to fill it, it came back to us. Like a month later, they had a patient they could really take care of and we were able to help them. So it helped the group that we were cooperating, it helped all of us to kind of like elevate our service and be able to actually take care of that patient. So by helping each other, we were able to help more people and keep the caregivers busy. And at the same time, we, we were competing at the same time. We were competing on our you know, prices, on our uh, services, on our art therapy programs. But there is always a point that you have challenges with uh, feeling cases. And if you can work with your competitors in the area, with your partner competitors in the area, I think it really helps. It helps everybody to be to be able to elevate and be able to reach out and be able to provide their services to more clients and to more analysts in the area.
0: Yeah, and that ties so closely with what we're focused on here at Home Care Heroes. The battle for caregivers is <clears throat> what defines the industry at this point is having and retaining great caregivers and one would think that if you look at why do caregivers leave an agency you'd say oh they're they're maybe getting paid more across the street but if you look at the re- the results from home care pulse that's actually on the list but not the prominent thing it says the number one thing is we need we need hours right give us shifts and if we can keep the shifts consistent we're going to stay and by trading with other agencies that made some sense and then the second level things About six out of the 10 reasons have to do with communications and having the agency communicate with their caregivers, provide support to the new caregivers, let them know what's going on. And then, of course, pay is another thing as well, but it's more important that they have 40 hours a week, let's say, than that they have uh, 25 cents more per hour. And I I think that's just a, a very smart way of looking at it is that we're all competing and differentiating in different ways, but we're really part of an ecosystem. We're just trying to provide the care. And when you have sent a referral to somebody else, maybe they were surprised by that, but then they saw, Hey, this person that came to us is more in Nueva Care's region than ours. I'm having trouble fulfilling it here more in the East Bay or in the North Bay or in the city itself. And Nueva Care has that coverage and they sent me something. So The collaboration is working out really well. I want to jump into one more thing from the book. You talked about how there's this magical balance, and you described that you used the metaphor of uh, making a piece of pottery on a potter's wheel about it was really not just about getting clients or just about getting caregivers. It's all a balance. And without even saying more about it, could you share that story with us? Because you, by the way, I I should have mentioned this in the beginning, I mean, Wave of Care very very successful didn't you win an award for being one of the fastest growing companies in northern california
1: well we actually we were we were one of the fastest growing private companies in the in the us in 2017 we were number 216 on inc 500 that's because we grew extremely fast of course when i started the company we had zero sales by 2017 in only 4 years we were close to 3 million so that was an extremely fast growth trajectory And that put us on Inc. 500 as number 216, I think we were in in the U.S. We got some awards in Northern California as well of fastest growing companies in Silicon Valley, in San Francisco, all of that in 2017 because of our growth in the percentage of sales growth over the three or four years that I operated the
0: company. So hats off to you for that. But let me kind of bring you back to the story of that balance that you found that you described with the pottery. Let's hear about that story.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, what I learned again when I was running the agency was that it was really difficult at the beginning to get us to the million dollar mark. It was always a start and a stop process because we had enough clients at some point, And then, you know, I would do all the marketing and go really hard and, and work really hard and find some clients and then we would be lacking caregivers. And then all the focus would go on hiring caregivers as a small company. When you're a million-dollar agency, you're still small enough that you don't have people, full-time people, for example, doing just hiring. So it's really difficult. So as the owner of a small agency, you wear different hats. So you market, market, market. You find new clients, new clients. And then all of a sudden, you don't have caregivers. So then you start hiring caregivers. You hire a lot of caregivers. You bring them on board. You train them. You get them ready. And unfortunately, in this business, again, Homecare is so different than many other businesses, your customers pass away. So in six months, you have a lot of caregivers and you don't have enough clients. So this thing just keeps going back and forth, back and forth. And you have to make a big decision when you're at this level of business. That is to do full force marketing and full force hiring. That's the only way that you can really surpass that and provide yourself with the resources to become a larger agency. In my book I think of as a pottery, like when you're doing pottery. It's like you have to turn the wheel and you have to shape the pottery at the same time. If you stop the wheel, your pottery falls apart. So you just have to keep going. It's like the flywheel concept, also I covered it in the book. It's the flywheel concept that you it's something that has to keep churning and going constantly, no matter what. If you have enough clients, if you have a lot of clients, you still have to market for more clients. If you have enough caregivers and you think, oh, my God, that's great. You know, we have like 50 caregivers. We are we're all set. No, in this business, you always have to hire more caregivers and market for more clients. And that's really the flywheel or the pottery example that I cover in the book. It's like you just have to keep it going. You just have to keep it. You can't stop. You have to keep it going. And by keeping this wheel and the process going, all of a sudden you find yourself in a business that is automatically bringing in enough caregivers and bringing in enough customers that you are growing, all of a sudden you go from one million to one and a half to two, two and a half, three, and you are on a growth trajectory, which you wouldn't have even imagined before. Because once you start and stop, you kill the momentum. You have to keep going. And that is really the concept I'm trying to cover with the idea of pottery and the flywheel in the book.
0: Great. Thank you for explaining that. I think it's it's really powerful. And we've definitely seen that cycle where, hey, we're focusing on getting clients, we're focusing on caregivers. You really do need to keep it in balance. And once you get that, you're off to the races. We're going to come to pretty much a, a wrap up of this segment. Now, uh, we spoke a little bit before we started recording here. We're going to bring you back and talk about your new venture. So you've actually sold the wave of care. And you're moving on to a new venture that is all about helping agencies more quickly engage with people who come to their website trying to look for service. And within seconds, it gives them a way of getting into a conversation with you. And By the way, several times throughout this podcast, you've talked about the importance of starting a conversation. You said, well, the artwork starts a conversation or Having this capability starts a conversation. Our name started a conversation. So now you've got a new business that is about helping somebody who comes to your website start a conversation via chat, 24 hours a day, and helping them to be able to engage and be able to find a caregiver with with a home care agency. I think it's fascinating. Uh, why don't you just take a minute or so on that, and then we'll do a whole another podcast and get into the details of it down the road.
1: Absolutely. So what about running my agency? One one thing okay. I noticed is that more and more people were going online to do their research. Even though they were being referred to us by referral uh, sources like hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, we did a lot of marketing, we, we did a lot of face-to-face marketing and you know, people were calling us. But one thing we realized is that even, even when the hospital refers in potential line to us, they go online and they do, a, they do their research online. And once they do that, they see all of our competitors. So it's not as 10 years ago that when people were referred to, they just pick up the phone and call, you know, they go online and they do research. And it's even more now. I'm sure it's even more that way now, especially after COVID. Like a lot of things are just happening online. So what I decided to do is I decided to put this chat box on our website, which was actually handled by people. So it's not a chat bot, it was a chat conversation application that people... We're getting engaged with potential visitors. Because another thing, another key point is that when people come to your website, you have eight seconds to engage with them. or they're gone. And you can imagine yourself, you're looking for something online. You don't just go to one website and start reading and exploring that website. You go back and forth, back and forth, until something grabs your attention and you start an engagement of some sort. So that chat box really helped us a lot in getting new customers again, because we were able to engage with them. And I have people that were trained in home care that were able to have conversations with these people. So we developed that further and we enhanced it to what we have now as a new product, which is Captivate. That's my new company. And we have an app. So the combination of the app and the chat platform provides agencies, home care agencies, the ability to engage with potential customers much faster and much easier and a lot more efficiently and through that process we are able to show potential caregivers to potential to to customers who are looking for care from those agencies so again i can definitely i'm happy to show you that you know later you uh, know hopefully in different podcasts and and discuss that in more detail
0: so thanks again we're going to wrap up the segment here with cameron nasser if you are if that last bit piqued your interest the the, the company captivate the spelling is Captiva followed by the number of eight, so it's C A P T I V A and the number eight, and it's captiva8.com or captivate.com. So you could take a look there. But we'll definitely bring Cameron back to talk to him again about that. I'm just holding up for those of you who are online here, holding up one more time, caring for millions, and we'll get the link of how you could download chapters of the book for free and how you could order the book. And if you're interested in that. And with that, thank you one more time, Cameron, for being on Home Care Heroes.
1: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for joining us today on the Home Care Heroes podcast. Home Care Heroes is produced by Ancota, the software for the heroes of home care. You can listen to back episodes by visiting 4homecareheroes.com. That's the number four, then the words homecareheroes.com.